Good morning. Uh, just a reminder that today at noon we'll be having our Refrefest celebration downstairs in the Undercroft with our meal. We have the guessing jars and also our bingo, so I hope you can join us at that time. Uh, because the Undercroft is set up right now for our luncheon, uh, we're going to have adult Bible study this morning up here in the sanctuary. So if you're staying for adult Bible study, uh, you'll have 10 or 15 minutes until we get started, and we'll just put the screens down and feel free to be seated somewhere in the pews. Um, also, the last thing I want to remind everyone is, believe it or not, next Saturday is Daylight Savings Time, so thankfully, though, the clocks go back an hour, um, so make sure you do that. Enjoy that extra hour of sleep. Our first reading for this Reformation Sunday is from the 14th chapter of Revelation. Then I saw another angel flying directly overhead with an eternal gospel to proclaim to those who dwell on earth, to every nation and tribe and language and people. And he said with a loud voice, Fear God and give him glory, because the hour of his judgment has come, and worship him who made heaven and earth, the sea and the springs of water. This is the word of the Lord. Our epistle reading is from the third chapter of Romans. Now we know that whatever the law says, it speaks to those who are under the law, so that every mouth may be stopped and the whole world may be held accountable to God. For by works of the law, no human being will be justified in his sight, since through the law comes knowledge of sin. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. For there is no distinction. For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And are justified by his grace as a gift. Through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Whom God put forward as a propitiation by his blood. To be received by faith. This was to show God's righteousness. Because in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. It was to show his righteousness at the present time, so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. Then what becomes of our boasting? It is excluded. By what kind of law? By a law of works? No, but by the law of faith. For we hold that one is justified by faith, apart from works of the law. This is the word of the Lord. The Holy Gospel according to St. John, the 8th chapter. So Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. They answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, Truly, truly I say to you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever. The son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. This is the gospel of the Lord. Grace, mercy, and peace to all of you from God our Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, 
If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. And they answered him, We are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it that you say you will become free? The Pharisees thought they were already free. They thought they could please God with how they lived. They thought they were doing okay in life. But they couldn't see what was really happening. They couldn't see what their lives really looked like from God's perspective. That's why Jesus answered them and said, Truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. Jesus said they were a slave to sin. They disagreed with that. We might also. We might not think of ourselves as being slaves to sin. Or we may not want to admit we are slaves to sin. But I think what Jesus said is true. Men, think about your lives for a minute. Think about your sins. Better yet, think of those sins you struggle with on an almost daily basis. Think about the ones that bother you that you wish you could change. And as hard as you try, you might get somewhere in making changes, might stop for a while, but then it seems like you always go back to it. That doesn't sound like a free person who can do whatever they choose, does it? Sounds more like a slave to me. Or the women in our congregation. Think of your sins against others. Parents, siblings, friends, other women. Think about who you let down over the years. And how you let them down. You can try to make an excuse for how you acted. We can be very good with coming up with all kinds of reasons for why we act the way we act and do the things we do. You could just try to forget what you've done. But your sinful nature is always very good at bringing up your offenses against God and neighbor. It's very good at reminding you all the time. I don't know if that really sounds like someone who's free from what they've done. Sounds more like a slave to me. Over the years, I've heard many confessions, both private and ones people just share with me in passing. I've heard confessions of people who are young and people who are elderly. And I hear time and time again of sins people did years ago, years, that still have a hold on them in some way. And you know what's interesting? I will often hear about sins people did when they were kids. Elderly men will talk about how cruel they were to a boy on the playground and they made fun of him. But now it's 50 years later. They still feel bad for what they did. But they can't go back and change it. They can't go back and make up for their sin. They can't go back and say, I'm sorry. And that littlest thing, that sin from 50 years ago, eats them up. Those sins are chained around their necks. They weigh down these men with a load that's very hard to carry. 
They feel like slaves. And there's not a blessed thing they can do about it to change it. Women will sometimes recount sins they did years and years ago. And it's often the same story. I sinned and I feel horrible about it. But that could have been 20 or 30 years ago. And they can't go back and say how sorry they were. Because people move away. You lose touch with people. People die. And you can't see them anymore. Can't talk to them anymore to apologize. And it just eats them up because they can't do anything about it. The sin is still there. It clings to them in the day they think about it. And even at night in their dreams, they're reminded sometimes of what they've done. That sin is just clinging to them. They want to be freed from the sins they've done. So many women want to be free from the heavy weight of regret always wishing they had done things differently. But that sin is just kind of handcuffed to them. And they don't feel free. Not in the least. Today, Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, If you abide in my word, you are truly my disciples, and you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. And they answered him, we are offspring of Abraham and have never been enslaved to anyone. How is it you say you will become free? Jesus answered them, truly, truly, I say to you, everyone who practices sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not remain in the house forever, but the son remains forever. So if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. It's Reformation Sunday. Yes, it's the day when Martin Luther nailed the 95 theses to the door in Wittenberg. It's the day we confess we live lives of faith and not by works. That's all true. But today is bigger than just those mantras we can repeat. Today really is a day of liberation. Today is a day when all sinners are set free. And if you don't think we are slaves to sin, then you've forgotten the Ten Commandments. Or we may have deluded ourselves into thinking we're okay, just like the Pharisees were delusional. Because today is all about what Christ has done for us. Today is about Christ doing something we could never do for ourselves. Today is the day. Christ sets us free. So Jesus comes to men. Men who are upset with themselves almost every single day when they look at their lives. Their slavery to keep sinning. And Christ takes those men and takes all of those sins. And covers them in his blood from the cross. All of you men who have failed. Your failures are covered in Christ's sacrifice. For all the times you've repeated your offenses against God and neighbor, those are also covered by Christ's blood. For every time you felt like a loser for not being stronger, a slave to the passions of your own flesh, Christ is also covering that with his sacrifice. 
His blood, His death is given to you today for the forgiveness of all of your sins. And I mean all of them. For the women in our congregation who can be so hard on themselves sometimes, I know how you look at your lives, how so often you worry about so many people and are concerned about so many different things. And in all that caring you do for so many people, you can be plagued sometimes so often by your own failures, your own sins. You can be plagued for not living up to your own expectations that you have for your job, your spouse, your family. It's so easy to become a slave to how you think your own life should look. And to you, Christ comes to you takes the handcuffs, the chains of your slavery, and with his own crucified hands, he unlocks the chains. Christ takes those chains off of your hand in his own and shows you what he did to free you from your sins. He shows you the nail marks in his own hands. Jesus shows you proof that he really has paid the price for all the times you've sinned and the times you wished you had done better All of it. And Jesus says to you, you are free. Now continue to live a life of mercy through me and enjoy the freedom I give you. And for all of us, there is that great slave master known as regret, which we all have. We are so often plagued by things we did years ago. Even as children, this demon of regret, this taskmaster has a whip that chases us down, beating us for what we've done and failed to do. But not today, not anymore. Because Jesus Christ comes, grabs the arm of that demon of regret, takes the whip and burns it to ashes. Because after all, Wasn't Jesus Christ already whipped for our sins? If Jesus was already beaten for our sins, then why on earth do we think we should suffer for our sins even a little bit? Jesus is the one who suffered for sins once and for all. You don't suffer for your sins. Jesus did. I don't suffer for my sins. Jesus did. So go ahead and tell that demon of regret to take a height. Christ already suffered for all sins. Even those sins that are decades old. And we can't do a blessed thing about on our own and by our own power. Because Jesus paid the price for all sin. For all of us. The Son truly has set us free. And that is truly the greatest reformation message we could ever receive from God. Because of Christ, we truly are free indeed. Amen. And now may the peace of our God, which surpasses our understanding... Keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.